You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. Before I get going with this podcast, I have a bit of bad news. My podcast subject, Josh Yeager, announced on Thursday that he has a tibial stress reaction, and that has forced him to pull out of the USA 5K Championships in New York City this weekend. And that was, of course, a big subject of what we talked about when we recorded our episode a week ago. So um, my thoughts go out to Josh. Unfortunately, he's going to be recovering for a while. Um, tibial stress reaction is basically your shin bone. He has little micro fractures in his shin bone. So that has forced him to, um, well, to <clears throat> uh, take the weekend off from racing. And so we might not see him for a while here, but... Well, I'll have something to talk with him uh, from the next show in another month here for sure. Uh, he did say on Instagram, and I'm quoting him here, the last couple months have sucked pretty bad, dot, 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 but here's to hoping things suck less soon. That's, that's Josh humor for you there. And he does add that best of luck to my teammates and everyone else running this weekend. So, so you'll have to listen to this podcast knowing that a lot of what we talked about in preparation for the 5K championships, well, it's not going to happen because he's not going to be running. But here is the podcast that... Uh, I recorded with Josh a week ago. Now it's time for my regular segment with former center pointer Banna, Drake University, and South Dakota State runner Josh Yeager. Josh, welcome to the program again. Hello. Hello, yeah. Good to be back. Third time now, I think. Yeah. Yep. Third month. Three. Yeah. Third episode here. Got a lot to catch up on. Uh, I know you'd probably like to forget about the USA 10 mile championships, but. Um, Let's look back at that, that race. Uh, you, you kind of intimated that it was going to be some, some, uh, a, a, a bit of a grind for you, a little bit of uh, suffering, as you called it. So, was it tough? As you thought? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, basically the whole thing was the suffer fest, but. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, um, it, it was to be expected. I mean, it was a, U.S. championship in the 10 mile in a time where, you know, 99% of the field was using that as a tune-up race for their big marathon coming up in the fall. So it's like sure. when you got, you know, 40 other guys that are marathoners or have been running that distance for a while, you know, it had it been any other race that wasn't the U.S. championship, I think the results would have looked a little bit better. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't um, looking back, given all the circumstances. I still ran, you know, low 49 minutes, which, you know, if you would have told me back in high school when I was trying to break 10 minutes for two miles, that someday I'd run 10 miles under five minute pace, you know, that's... You know, putting things in perspective, you know, it's kind of yeah. see how far you've come. Um, as for the race itself, uh, yeah, it hinted, you know, we had just recently started up training and I 
didn't necessarily feel like I would knock it out of the park with a lot of the top guys, but I stuck my nose in there, kind of tr- held off early because everyone started out super hard, super fast, which, you know, a lot of them maintained that and a lot of people died. Uh, but I didn't really, I guess by doing that, didn't really put myself in the mix for a race. Whereas I was just like, okay, you know, let's treat this first half conservatively then try to pick it up. And it's kind of like, well, you know, kind of hard to do if everyone's out there racing so um yeah kind of just ended up being like 50 to 100 meters behind that main big pack the whole time and just couldn't quite close it down but um the pack with joel reichow your teammate and yep yeah yeah kind of that pack of the the 20th place through 30th place were all pretty close um i was just like you know a few picks behind so that's just Never really put myself in it, but I mean, it's, it's a 10 mile, yeah. not a 10 miler. So, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, it's over and I got a good experience. So. It's, a, it's a good learning experience for you. Yeah. And, and you said that you didn't want to get caught where you were running like by yourself with people 10 seconds ahead, 10 seconds behind, but that's kind of what happened. I, you know, your result, yep. you're, you're kind of, you're right in with another runner from Michigan. Uh, Daniel Soto, uh, fellow Iowan, was just right behind you. Did you run at all with Daniel? He's a he's a, he, he's he's a Hanson Brooks runner now. Did you? Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, so not really. It was more just no, he no. started out a lot harder than I did, um, okay, kind of with so that he... main pack, and I I kind of chased him down at the end there. Um, okay. But yeah, no. Looking back, you know, it would have been cool to work together with him, but. Uh, Maybe years down the line when I shift my focus to those <laughs> road races a little more. But you look at the positives and say, well, I've got, you know, experienced half marathon, Tyler, uh, German, your teammate, Kevin Lewis, who are, you know, 45 seconds ahead of you, uh, even less with Kevin, uh, that you weren't too far behind. Um, you know, you, you were out there within, a, you know, not even two tenths away. Yeah, yeah, and I think, yeah, no, so it's, I mean, I was pretty close to those guys, and you know, they're 212 marathoners, yeah. so it's, yeah, you know, and I hate to be making excuses and everything, but I did get sick the week of the race, um, which was mm-hmm. kind of a downer, and then um, slightly, so I started a little before, but then after the 10 mile, I did get like a minor calf strain, which kind of sidelined me for a <laughs> couple of days. Didn't realize how hard a 10 mile would be. But um, so it's like, yeah, I mean, given all uncontrollable factors and, you know, just where everything lined up that week, I think, you know, I went out there when, you know, most people could add every excuse in the world and I still, you know, just put my body on the line and definitely push myself as hard as I could. So, yeah. Well, for your longest career race, finishing 38th, you know, you still finished uh, ahead of 10 runners. So mm-hmm. USA championships, um, there's, there's some definite positives. And now we're getting back to more of your familiar territory. Just came out today. New York road runners put out uh, the USA 5k, uh, championships field and you're in it. Um, yep. Last show, you kind of talked about, I was hoping to run in a race here. This is it. You're going to New York. 
It's held the day before the New York City Marathon, and a lot of the same people are going to show up there. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a really cool event. Uh, I did it last year. Uh, yeah. Very similar buildup in the fall, actually, to last year's. It's almost it's almost identical. Like some of the workouts I'm doing, like in days where mm. I felt absolutely horrible, and days where I'm like, oh, this workout went considerably better than i thought it would so it's kind of uncanny in that sense just leading up to it um of course last year i was almost dead last um yeah you talked so, about that um, yeah last show um so you've got some uh, i don't want to say redemption but you've got some some thoughts here that you want to improve you were 24th last year i looked in mm-hmm. uh, 1421 uh and you beat Daniel Soto in that race, too. <laughs> yeah. No, that was... Him and I were... Yeah. And I don't think he would yeah. uh, be ashamed but to say works. we were both struggling <laughs> there. So, um, Yeah, there yeah. weren't too many people behind you in that race. But you said that was a, that was, that was a real... You know, you went out with uh, Lundo, Coach Lund- Lundstrom, for breakfast the next day. And you said sorry <laughs> and you're like sorry i i don't know what to say i just it wasn't so you know you've got um you've you've got some uh, things with with this race don't you yeah i mean hopefully obviously you yeah. know it's i mean going into the race it's uh the bar is kind of just like just do better than last year you know um but obviously i i want to do i want to do well and i think it's you know an event where i now have the experience of running the course and you know i'm another year stronger regardless of any hiccups that i've felt along the way you know it's just another it's another year of strength um and miles that i've put onto my legs and i'm hoping that you know i can hopefully run more akin to what I know I can and, you know, finish further up the fields. You know, obviously putting things into perspective once again, I, I was Daniel Soto and I were almost dead last, you know, in that race last year. And I came back and I was top 10 at the next U S championships I ran in and top five at the one after that. So it's like, you know, given, given where everything is, where the season is, what the goals are, like, obviously, you know, want to improve, want to do the best that I possibly can, but also, you know, just looking at things as, you know, a stepping stone along the way. Um, So, yeah, just trying to put the big picture into perspective, sort of like I did with the 10 mile, although I'm a little more confident in my abilities um, in this 5k than I was the 10 mile. Um, You know, that's, that's one thing you have to consider. Uh, when you get into the professional world, because it's when I was in college, it's or when you're in high school, when you're in college, you have the fall and you have the spring and it's you're all in for both. You're all in for cross country. You're all in for track. When you're a professional, it's a lot more fluid and it's like, okay, so, you know, the main goal, say for the majority of people, it's the Olympic trials of the U.S. outdoors. And it's I want to make that. But there's all this really cool stuff that I want to do along the way, too. You know, I want to do well at U.S. indoors. I want to, you know, there's a U.S. road circuit. So, you know, depending on, you have people, you know, just 
full out going for it, running this race. It might be running a marathon in December. And then you have an eclectic mix of other people. You have milers, you have 5K runners, 10K runners that are all going to focus on different aspects, all in different areas of training. So it's important to just do the best that you can in that given race, but also kind of look at where you are in your body of work and just kind of key off of that. Um, just know that whether you do amazing or whether you do not so great, you know, it's just a stepping stone along the way to that ultimate race, that ultimate goal. Um, so yeah, yeah you that was pretty you deep. Can but. <laughs> you, can, you can stay busy 10 months out of the year racing. Yeah. If you no, and that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there's, there's so many races that you could do. And, um, and a guy like Hillary Bohr, who did win the 10 mile, uh, championships he's entered here you know he's coming mm -hmm. off of of running at the, at the world championships in the steeplechase and and here he is uh going to the roads um he was my podcast guest the last one i did and about his race and so it uh you can really uh, stretch out the season as long as you want but there are some dead times too there be between races where you're trying to peaking for different races is that uh mm -hmm that kind of uh accurate yeah yeah and it's you know it's um different different programs whether it's professional high school college all kind of prioritize different areas um in peaking at certain areas you know what's what's the best build up when to so right now for example minnesota distance elite for the track guys is in a huge base building phase so this is where we do our high mileage weeks, get all of our work in that will hopefully translate into, you know, a really, really quick spring and everything. So where it's where you got other um, other groups kind of focusing on maybe the road scene and stuff. So, yeah, it's different, different dead time and everything. And then and going back to Hillary, that guy is absolutely insane. <laughs> so it's uh, steeplechase at the world championships and then. U.S. 10-mile champion averages like 437 pace for 10 miles. He's yeah, ridiculous. The the craziest thing, and my claim to fame will be that I beat him twice in one week <laughs> over the <laughs> over the fall at the U.S. Road Mile, and then Drake relays a few days later. But I think anything over a mile or any week other than that week, he would absolutely rock my socks off. So <laughs> yeah, that'll be my claim to fame for right now. We'll see if that ever happens again. But yeah, and what he said is he he is transitioning to. It's a really interesting podcast because he did talk about his his workouts and even for the steeplechase, it's 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 a lot of uh, a lot of endurance. It's not really speed work, you know, a lot of faster stuff that he does. I'm really surprised for such a short distance, but he yeah. really believes in this work, you know, uh, doing those kind of workouts instead. So, yeah. Yeah. And he's, so that's why he's doing all these road races because he's getting ready after 2024 to basically go full time on the roads. So he's getting ready for that. Um, yeah, did you ever see his fall at the at the USA ten miles? Did you see? Uh, I think was, I think it was probably a half mile ahead of me. Um, <laughs> too far back. Yeah, yeah um, but I I heard about it after because um, Hillary and I yeah. uh, connected, um, met each other in, at the Drake relays this past year, and uh, talked to each other a bit. It was just like 
my parents were just like, did you see Hillary fall? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm, no. I could hardly see 10 feet in front of me at that point. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it's amazing how to, you know, fall, hit your head, get back up and keep going, let alone when the, when the damn thing. So, Yeah, it's, it's a great story that he can um, pass on to his kid someday. Uh, and it'd be tough um, during t- difficult circumstances. Um, that, that leads me to my next question. You know, you go to all these USA championships. Do you develop friendships with the other runners? Do you kind of, have you kind of uh, gotten, uh, build up some of these uh, relationships with the other pro men out there? Yeah, definitely. Uh, first time around the, the New York 5K last year, not really so much just because it was my first one and I was in New York City and so much crap going on is very intimidated um but after uh you know going to the u.s indoors where i kind of you know ran pretty quick and established my name as you know someone who you know is a top 10 at u.s championships it was you know i started talking to a, a few more people feeling a little more comfortable and um so yeah i mean it, it all depends on who you run into as well you know there's there's some people that like to have fun um, <laughs> and go out and uh, indulge a little after the races. And then there's some that are, um, you know, just pretty chill, have a quick conversation with and then go about business as usual. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've met, met quite a few people, mostly in that uh, middle distance range that I'm in. And it's, um, yeah, it's interesting because a lot of those people I watched when I was in college and not very good at running and a lot of these guys were incredible athletes running at usa championships and i just always wanted to be at that level and now it's you know i'm just having small talk conversations with them and people actually i think somewhat know my name so um yeah it's it's cool you get to know people and you know it's i feel like it's a little less cutthroat than maybe college was from my experience it was just like a lot of people seem super friendly to each other and it's like yeah we're all kind of in that in that same boat of we're running to make a living and that's really freaking hard to do um both physically uh, emotionally mentally financially however it <laughs> however the cards fall on the specific individual and you know we kind of all um you know have that shared background and experience and uh kind of root for each other and obviously want to beat each other on the line but uh yeah you know it's a it's kind of a community but there's a strong bond between you all do you have you shared any numbers with anybody uh any other runners where you share your 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 phone number text people uh not phone numbers too much i mean uh instagram social media stuff like that um you know okay. see what each other are up to um no i don't i don't text many people it's probably a fault of mine but <laughs> i feel, feel okay. like social media is the way to uh <laughs> the preferred method of connection nowadays for from what i've seen but <laughs> yeah so you're not at the level where you reach out to say a hillary Bohr and say you know what do you what do you think about this or anything have you ever gotten to that uh comfort level at all with anybody any other runner 
Uh, probably not. Probably not that close yet. Um, but you know, okay. partially that just might be my personality. I'm pretty reserved, <laughs> not super <laughs> out socially outgoing. So I wouldn't chalk that up to <laughs> my ability or whatever. Just kind of who I am. So, but yeah. But you have team. You can bounce up. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bounce, yeah. Uh, bounce ideas off. Yeah. For sure. That makes a big difference too when you're you know training with other guys that are uh, very close on your level, uh, mm. that sort of thing. So, yeah. well, you sound a lot better than you did a month ago because you were kind of sniffling and everything. Uh, it sounded like you were had allergies or something, so you must have been uh, on your I way think... to having that having that cold. Are you, are you feeling pretty good with? As we speak, uh, nine days before the race, feeling feeling much better, sounds like. Yeah, I mean, um, in terms of illness, considerably better. <laughs> no, when I yeah. when I was talking to you last time, that illness had was in its early stages, and I was just like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Like, <laughs> or maybe did I speak to you just a few days before the race, or or was it over a week before? I'd have to look back when we recorded. I think it yeah. was. I think it was that day before. Okay, so yeah, I was. I was pretty sick at that point. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I was kind of trying to be as positive and not make excuses as I could at the time. But you know, it was weighing pretty heavily on me. Um, illness-wise, you know, better. I mean, it was. You know, it didn't destroy me. It was just a common cold, but it's, you know, never never fun to have that during a u.s championship race um but other than that you know i, I mentioned i had that slight little calf strain um derived from that 10 mile race uh so i've just been um yeah coming back had a took a couple workouts and just kind of backed off a little bit um but things seem to be firing on at the moment and i think i'll be like more than ready to go in nine days i had one of nice. my better workouts nice. i've had um a couple of days ago sometimes taking a couple of workouts off you know it's actually lets your body absorb some of the training and actually run decent because <laughs> a key part of running well is actually being able to run well by resting and blowing up your body <laughs> every single chance you get so um so yeah right. I'm, I'm i'm feeling pretty confident um feeling a little bit um uh a little bit better physically yeah, I'm ready to ready to see where I'm at. So, yeah, Hillary got sick for a week. He said uh, had to miss Diamond League final, and he goes back and uh, wins the wins the ten mile championships. The time can't help you. Time off uh, can't help you. A little recharge there. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I just listened to uh, another <laughs> podcast that features um, Elise Cranny, who's a Bowerman runner and yep. she was talking about how uh she had just been running to the ground and she took three weeks off missed the u.s 10k trials championships um but let that training absorb kind of got her legs back under her and then won the u.s trials in the 5k a few weeks later so you know running as i've come to find out is never linear um, <laughs> nine times out of ten if you ask any elite runner that's going to be on the line nine days from now in New York, um, whether it's a marathon or 5k runner, um, 
my the or team Cairo told me this. He's just like, yeah, nine times out of ten, they're gonna have something wrong in their knee. They're gonna go, oh, my right calf has been sore. You know, something on the outside of my foot. So that's just running. You know, <laughs> so yeah, gotta take your rest when you can. And at the end of the day, it's all about just leaving it all in the race. Now you said on your last podcast here that that mile really humbled you at New York. Are you are you doing some more specific uh, hill workout training, not just for this race, but for the ten mile? Where you kind of have you kind of done more hills to get ready for you know two hilly courses? Yeah, I think since since the ten mile we haven't done a ton, um, but before the ten mile we were doing basically all of our long progressive or hill workouts out on um, River Road, east, um, kind of near St. Paul. And that okay. is very much, well, that's the road the course was on for the 10 mile. And it's very hilly, um, you know, very humbling. Um, so I feel like I've got quite a bit of strength from the hills in my legs. So I, I think that'll definitely carry over into New York. And then it's, uh, it'll be all about not overexerting myself the first 2.2 miles before getting to Central Park and then just trying to, you know, um, keep in contact and just let the cards fall. Which... Well, yeah, I, you know, since you know the course now, you know, that's going to be a big help. To you. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Big giant help. Uh, I'm assuming that 1421 isn't going to cut it this time. What uh, do you have kind of a target uh, time? Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't really, I'm not really too concerned about time, um, more just competing. Uh, okay. The time usually comes with competing. I think historically, you know, the top 10 are around 1350, give or take a few seconds. Yeah, 13, um, 13 minutes got you 10th place last year. Yeah, and I think, I think it was a little minutes. slower than usual last year. Um, so I think, yeah, I just, if I'm, if I'm in the group, the time will come. I don't, I'm not really, I mean, it's a road 5k where it's just like, you know, if it was track 5k, you know, time's a little more objective where, whereas with this, it's, it's the U S championship. It's all just about competing for place, just doing the best you can. So. Yeah. You've got weather conditions. Who knows what could happen in nine days. It's right. New yeah. York be first week in november it could get uh windy and cold so you just don't uh, you just don't know what's gonna what is what's gonna deal you mm -hmm. yeah okay. so um all right anything else you're gonna take from um lessons learned from last year into this race uh i guess just don't be don't be so freaked out i think you know, there's, I don't know, scientifically what the percentage of running actually is being mental, but you no, know, there's the old saying that running's 90% mental, but it's like, you can really psych yourself out before you even get on the line. So, um, I mean, just knowing that, you know, I, I belong to be here, just kind of not letting the big city and everything just kind of, you know, fade into the background a little bit, just relax and run hard. That's what I did at the U.S. One Mile Championships, and I got fifth. So it was just like, just kind of going out there, 
doing what I can, not letting anything else get to me and just, you know, not getting in my own way. But yeah. And you'll be happy that you don't have to run the marathon the next day, right? <laughs> Stick to that. Yeah, after the 10 miles. Less suffering. Yeah, I don't, I don't foresee a marathon anytime soon. Like I would, <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine. Like, it would be horrible. <laughs> More respect to marathoners. Just holy crap. <laughs> well, do you, do you do you anticipate a different race from last year? Because Drew Hunter won it last year. Wasn't much under fourteen, but when you got guys like Chalanga's running, Boar is in there. You got. Um, Via Sambasa, um, uh, Nur is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Bia is not running. Maybe, yeah, he must not be on the list. Uh, there's some dudes there that um, bring a yeah. little faster yeah. PR there. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I'm expecting it to be pretty fast. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, names like that, you got guys that have run 13-0 that have qualified for U.S. championships. and So it's like, I, I would not surprise me at all if it's faster than last year. Um, yeah. I don't know what would help me in this situation, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to run, try to stick with the pack and hold on for dear life. So that's how you run well. <laughs> just hold on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you've got a lot more left in central park than last year yeah for sure fingers your uh uh will you be helped by other teammates or are are other teammates going out there for the marathon i haven't even really looked at the marathon field yeah so uh, we got it's yes i assume that frisbee's running the the marathon again i saw that yep so we got dakota and annie both running the marathon and then colin and Owen doing the 5k with me. So, yeah. Okay. So we'll have a pretty big group out there. That's good. That's good. We'll have yeah. a good group out there. And that'll be it for your outdoor season and then kind of indoors. Have you started to play around with your indoor schedule yet? Looking ahead. Yeah, we're, um, we're considering a few things, you know, whether, um, still on the table, whether we do a race in December or not, but then, um, hmm for you know that's kind of up in the air we didn't do it last year and it kind of worked out well but i could also see us doing it this year so i don't know i'll uh i'll cross that bridge when um in 10 days um after i hopefully celebrate after a decent performance at the uh 5k but uh no going into the going into the rest of in indoor um you know i'd like to go back to brookings and you know run it's always fun to go back to the the old indoor 300 meter in South Dakota state and just try to run a few fast times fast there. Yeah. yeah. And then get, um, your, get your U.S. Yeah, championships time there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's obviously kind of like a home field advantage. You know, a lot of, a lot of people there know me. So that's always fun. And then uh, we'll, we'll try to I think go to a few bigger meets this next year. Um, you know, more than just, the one meet in Seattle that we had. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a very fluid okay. schedule for now, but, uh, okay. But yeah. Well, let's talk again in a month. Hopefully uh, we'll have a great result from New York city. 
Yeah, sounds good. Fingers crossed on my end, too. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, enjoy the Big Apple, Josh, and uh, talk to you in a month. Thank you.